0: i think the the research on sleep has improved significantly over the last you know 15 years what we now know a lot and we didn't know you know 15 15, 20 years ago so um it's been out there but um you know i think that um i was i grew up an athlete um and i knew growing up innately that i just couldn't train unless i had really good sleep and i was obsessed about being a good athlete now you know, I didn't become great, doesn't matter, but I wanted to be good. Um, but I just knew how important it was. I was so self-driven around doing that. No one needed to tell me. So I had a sort of a thirst for it early around, I'm just not going to compromise on that. And then I started pushing it with the athletes that I work with. Um, and I started seeing athletes just change quite significantly. The guys that slept well and the guys that didn't, just their consistency the consistency of energy number one their mood you know how how um you know how just up and about they were um and their ability to deal with high training loads. so i was doing the experiment without really knowing the science and then the science sort of came from everywhere and it's just like well that makes so much sense to me you know now that the science is out there and you know if you want to be a good athlete so let's talk about growth hormone you know all these young boys talk to me about wanting to get bigger and stronger and more endurance and everything but if you really want to then understand things like you know between 10 p.m and 2 a.m there is a significant amount of growth hormone that's released at that time so uh that's what they call the money time in terms of growth hormone all right so if you choose to go to bed 11 11 30 you're missing out on 25%, 30%, 40% of that growth hormone release. So you want to be a good athlete? Go to bed at 10, 9.30, 10. Um, and, and then you've got to think about, well, so there's, there's there's the physical side of recovery. So tissue regeneration is huge. And then there's the psychological element of recovery. So basically what happens um, within a night, we, we have these cycles, these sleep cycles. We want as many sleep cycles as we can over that period where we go to bed. Um, The more sleep cycles you have, the better recovered you are. Now, early on in the night, it's actually more around the physical recovery. Um, And then interestingly, as you go later on in the night with this thing called uh, REM sleep, um, and that is where you get your psychological recovery. So um, that is where you, everything that you learn during the day, basically we get smarter at night. We don't get smarter during the day. We get smarter at night because all that information is digested, retained, and then goes into our brain, into long-term memory. Um, but also the other fascinating thing about REM sleep, so that we're talking, you know, the sleep you get between three and 7am or that type of sleep there is how you deal with life is much better when you get better quality REM sleep. So how you deal with stress, how you deal with people, people, people become, uh, they become irritating You know, without they get irritated easily. They don't deal with stress as easily, and they don't respond to other people as well. So they just, you know, people get shitty Mm. much quicker, uh, much quicker with people. So, um, you know, and and so eight hours isn't eight hours. It depends on what eight hours during the night you get as to which part of that recovery. And and so, you know, it's all all really important. So how how do we get better sleep then if we've are we guaranteed to hit a REM cycle every night? Well, one of the things you don't get as much REM is when um, when you drink alcohol, for instance. See, so that was that was something that I really wanted to talk to you about today because after a game, and I think this is a massive one that players, hopefully they don't do anymore, and I used to do, was every night after a game or even some nights still, after a long week, I go, shit, I'm so fucking tired. I'm just going to have a glass of wine, a couple of glasses of wine so I can go to sleep. But that's the worst thing I could probably do. Probably. You could have been anything, Dill. You could still come back, mate, I reckon. Yeah. Between You're not the sleep, only one who thinks that. Between <laughs> sleep <Yeah>. and alcohol. <laughs> you reckon? you could still sleep. make it. Yeah, okay. There's still a chance. Yeah. Um, oh, look, so the big, I mean, the, one of the most, you know, when people are trying to change uh, a habit and improve their sleep, one of the things they talk about is the 10-3-2-1 rule. All right? So um, no caffeine for 10 hours before you go yeah. to bed. Then we've got three hours is no food or alcohol two hours technology, so the phone, so the blue light in the phone is no good. It's basically you think about you're stimulating the brainwaves you shouldn't be stimulating. um, And then one hour um, is TV. Now that's very extreme. Even if you halve that, you know, that would be extremely beneficial. I mean, caffeine's huge. Caffeine's got a half life of six hours. so. When you have, if you have 100 milligrams in your coffee, then six hours later is 50, six hours after that is 25, six hours after 12 and a half. So if you have a coffee in the morning and a coffee at night, you've always got caffeine in your system. It will never ever get out of your system. Um, so, you know, certainly talk to the players about not having caffeine after lunch, you know, that it's, it's there in the morning. Um, that, that's a huge thing. Um, sleeping in a dark room because your eyes pick up the light and that sends a message to your brain to sleep lighter or to wake up. So that's really, really important. Um, already talked about the technology. Um, 19 to 20 degrees, all right, temperature in your room has been the the number that they've been researched to be to be optimal. Um, and whereas a lot of us in summer, we sleep too hot and in winter too cold, you'd rather be too cold yep. than too hot. Um, the other thing about sleep is just getting into a routine. It's like anything, getting into a sleep, talk about sleep hygiene or sleep routine. You have these expectation effects that your brain knows that if you eat at that time, you then go and have a shower at that time, you do your teeth at that time. Your brain is that sophisticated that it knows that that routine of events leads to sleep. So, but if you do all these different things, if one night you're doing this, the next night you're doing something else, and you've got all these different routines and all these different habits and behaviors, before you sleep, your brain says, I don't know what you're doing. You're throwing me into disarray. I've got all these different brain activity happening, and I'll make you suffer by not going to sleep or not getting into deep sleep as quickly. Deeper sleep, yeah. So it's, yeah, look, it's fascinating, but, you know, really got to work hard on those sleep routines to maximize, maximize your sleep.